on this episode of the GVA Legal Podcast. This young girl is being told by her, her boss, uh, stay after work, let's have a cup of coffee. You just need to let them know what is harassment. How do I identify harassment? You have to maintain professionalism at the workplace. You have to be a person of good conduct. And that is not good conduct. Let's get Hello, everybody listening to us wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of the GVA Legal Podcast. My name is Andrew Njenga, and I shall be your host. Thank you so much for joining us. In the previous episodes, we have been discussing all things employment, from employment contracts to termination to the court process in termination and even the effects and benefits of the Work Injury Benefits Act. We at Gikera and Vadgama felt that as this is the inaugural season of the podcast, we should focus on employment due to the effects that the coronavirus has had in the sector. Today, we take a slight tangent and we shall be discussing harassment in the workplace. With me in studio today is Charity Jones. Charity is an experienced human resource management professional. Her proficiency lies in delivering functional corporate strategic support. She has a passion of identifying the strengths and potential of young and new talent while helping them develop that talent into wins for both the company and the individual. She is a mother of two teenagers and has a passion for travel. Thank you so much, Charity. Say hello to the people. Karibu sana. Asante. Hello. Thank you so much. Also in studio with us is Hazel Okoth. Hazel has previously been on the podcast and was part of episode one, the employment contract, Karibu Tena. Hazel is an advocate working in the commercial and intellectual property department of GVA and is also a certified human resource professional. Hazel loves cooking and baking and even got some tips from yours truly. Financiers, where are they today, Hazel? (laughs) (laughs) Say hi to the people, Karibu Sana. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much, Andrew. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So I want to throw a little spanner in the works. We've not done this on the episode before. This is Get to Know Your Panel. Just a few icebreaker questions, just to get you guys relaxed a bit. Uh, I will start with you, Hazel. Could you survive in the wilderness? Are you a glamper or a camper? Glamper. Glamper. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> You're not even hiding it. Glamper. <laughs> All the way. Yeah? You don't remember of um, sleeping, sleeping bags. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Sleeping bags, uh, scarce water. Uh-uh. Too, too, man, too much element around me. You know? <laughs> so, uh, no. What about you, Charity? <laughs> um, I'm sometimes both. I can go for the day. Yes. But I have to come back to my bed. Oh, okay. Yes. So, katikati. Yes. In between. I can go for the hikes. I can go for the camps. Yeah. And maybe for one day. Yes. I can sleep under a tent. Yeah. But I can't stay how people go to Mount Kenya and they, shower, they can't shower for a week. Three days, right? four days. That is not me. I must shower and get into my bed i did that when i climbed mount kenya yeah why did you uh, <laughs> i wanted to climb mount kenya i wanted the experience of Adventure. getting up the peak touche and then as we are all cooks in here um pineapples on pizza yes or no no yes <laughs> anytime love it anytime anytime i'm also a no when it comes to pizza and pineapples um fruit i can have olives 
Yeah, olives, olives for yes. sure. But pineapple, yeah. no. I love my Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Do your kids love it as well? No, they just like cheese. Plain, <laughs> plain. Let's give them a block of cheese and they're fine. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, let's get into our conversation today, workplace harassment. Um, I'll start with you, um, Charity, if you can just like give us a small definition of what you think harassment in the workplace is. Okay. Harassment basically is then welcome and sometimes unlawful conduct yeah. that insults and offends an employee. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be welcome, you said. Unwelcome. Unwelcome. Yes. Oh, goodness. Unwelcome. Unwelcome. Un- unwelcome. Unwelcome. Yes. Yes. Any, anything that makes the employee feel um, uncomfortable or um, yeah. um, unwilling to come to that workplace. Yes. Or unhappy yes. can be considered as harassment, especially if it's coming from somebody else. Um, a subordinate, a senior person, someone on the same level, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. But see, most harassments come from up, up to down. down. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it's peers as well. Yes, peers as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think subordinates harass upwards but um yeah i think it's normally up down yeah yeah yeah. hazel anything to add yeah it's i mean charity put it really well it's you know anything that makes you uncomfortable psychologically you know your workspace and everything all that is just that all comprises of what harassment in the office Mm. yeah is workplace, 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 not just the office. Okay, workplace. We work in different we work areas. In different areas. <laughs> yes, yes. Workplace harassment. Yeah. 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 Is discrimination part of harassment? Let me ask. If we talk about discrimination, age discrimination, um, gender discrimination, race discrimination, can that be part of harassment? If it is used to, if the person feels insulted. Yeah. If the person feels um, discriminated, let me use the same word, yes. it can be a part of harassment. Yes. If you're discriminating someone, for example, you have an office function and you decide all the Muslims are not welcome. Yes. That's harassment. Yes. Based on religion. Yes. Yeah. That's discrimination actually based on religion. religion. But yeah. the person could feel harassed. Yeah. 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 Or, for example, all the uh, male employees are promoted yes. and the women employees are not promoted. That is discrimination based on gender, gender. but the employees can feel harassed. Yes. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. does. Yeah. 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 Hazel? Yeah. yeah, it's true because it's, you know, an action that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. So when you're discriminated against based on your gender or your religion, that makes you uncomfortable. Mm. So those things that make you uncomfortable in the workplace, that that's... Form, those are forms of harassment. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I'd not even thought about the Christmas, you know, inviting, let's say, Christians to a function and right. excluding yeah. Muslims. Yeah. Do you think, just a tangent on that, do you think um, we're in a very Christian country here and we start meetings with prayers a lot of the times? Mm-hmm. So if there's one Muslim in the office, let's say, and we're saying, oh, let's have a, have a word of prayer. Um what, what what do you guys think? What do you think about that? For what I think is that if that person comes and says they're not feeling included, mm. if they do not feel included, yes. then for sure we are discriminating. Yes, yeah. But sometimes also discrimination, you wouldn't know unless the person says they're feeling something about exactly, it. Exactly, yes. Um, but in most organizations, especially organizations out, you know, um, uh, in, in abroad, they don't do those things. Yeah. 
that those are very culture things yeah. you yes, know yes, in Kenya we do here. them yeah, yeah. in Kenya we yeah, might Kenya, do them yeah. but you can never find an uh, US based or a UK based organization starting a meeting with prayers yes. because then that's not being inclusive mm. so actually you're not being inclusive yeah. because mm. For example here we do have two employees or one I don't know yes. can, and yet we start our meetings with prayers. Yeah. That's not being inclusive. Yeah. It's not. Do you think that um because I don't think that's going to go away the prayer thing is not going to go away. Do you think that maybe uh, we should allow people of different religions who are not Christians to also sometimes lead a prayer? Yes. The way yes. they want to. Exactly. Yeah. I worked for a company where we did that. Yeah. We actually said it's Christians, somebody would woke up and uh, prayed yeah. and a Muslim lady uh, prayed, an Indian lady prayed. Yeah. And that was more inclusive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that would be good if you have, you know, th- those many different religions. Yes, yeah. But if you have one or two, it would be nice to ask them if they want to. If they don't want to, you don't you have to force them. Yes. But yeah. give them the opportunity to say no. Or to say, actually, it doesn't affect me that you guys pray. pray. I don't. I'll pray yeah. in my own time. Yeah. So you've been inclusive. Cool. Inclusivity, guys. Inclusivity. That's what charity has told us. Um, <laughs> Hazel, anything? No, I think charity. You know, it's it's been inclusive and also been. You know, are you comfortable? Are you not comfortable? You yeah. know, let let us know. Though sometimes you know it's also unconscious. I believe sometimes it's unconscious where of you course, just you know yes. just. Because, like you said, the country we're living in, and you know, sometimes it could be a conscience, but yeah. you have to be conscious about including everyone in the workplace. Because yeah. yeah. a lot of these things actually are not conscious. Given an example where I work in a department where there's only one lady who we sit with now, and so we can be doing some boyish banter with one of my colleagues, you know, and um, we don't think we don't think twice about how it will affect. The lady in the department. Yeah, you know, that's called yeah. unconscious bias. Yes. So unconscious bias is very easily, especially in companies where, like you said, you sit as guys. Yes. And then you get attracted to the people who look like you. Yes. That is unconscious bias immediately. Mm. I mean, if I walk into a room and I see Hazel, she may be the first person I'll talk to before I talk to you. Yes. Yeah. Because she's there's something about her that looks like me. Yes. So I'm I'm drawn to her. Yeah. Um, but unconscious biases, it's. It's it's a culture thing. You don't even know how to fix it sometimes. Yeah. 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 Do you but think just being in rec- recognizing that y- that has happened and yes. trying to do something about it immediately can help. Yeah. How can employers be able to rectify unconscious bias? Do you think there's a way that we can we can help our employees become unconsciously unbiased <laughs> is that a word <laughs> i think there i did an unconscious bias training actually yeah. i think um about three weeks ago in a different forum mm-hmm. and some of the examples they were given is you know it's something you don't even recognize that you do so yeah. i think it starts with the information you know perhaps you can organize a training and tell guys this is what unconscious bias is this is how it's affecting my coworkers or yeah. this is how it's affecting the people around me and then now you start from that point where when i know what you know when i know it's a bias now then you you know you you start now getting conscious about it yeah. so that you can try and em- eliminate it sometimes 100% or you, you know you reduce or reduce the, the yes, mm. percentage of it yeah yeah talking about it of course just talking about right. it yeah yes. and someone who recognizes it points it out yes and then that way you get to know that you're actually being 
biased. Biased. Yeah, yeah. because how else would you, if you don't know, you don't know, yeah. and you don't know what you don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 All right. Let's go back to um, harassment. Um, what is the process of lodging a harassment complaint? The first thing I would say is try and deal with it on your own first. You know, and personally, personally, go to the person and find out from. I mean, and let the person know how you feel about their actions. Um, and of course, if that's not going to work, I think the next level of uh, complaint should be the manager, your immediate manager. Um, sometimes most of the managers are not equipped to deal with those cases; they actually don't know what to do. So usually they will refer you to HR. Yeah. And then um, most HR professionals should know what to do about that. Then now we start. Then we listen to the complaint, and then you list. You find out who the complainee. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you. St- the person who's the com- the complaint has been made about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then of course you start uh, the investigation process. But I would always say is um, always try and solve it between the two of you before it becomes a case because some of these cases become such huge cases where yeah. there can be a lawsuit, there can be termination, it can cost somebody's uh, job, somebody's yeah. reputation. Yes. You know, there's so many aspects to uh, a harassment case because they are very serious ones. Yeah. And then there are some which are not harassments. And then there are some harassment cases which... It's really hard to define. Was it harassment, or did just somebody get annoyed with you and now mm. was, wants to bring this out? There's that fine line, isn't there? There's a very fine line. Yeah. Um, so you have to be careful. What are you saying? Were you sexually harassed? Were you harassed because of your race or your gender, your sexuality? You know, there are so many types of harassments. Yeah. Um, but you know, the sexual harassment one is usually the one that makes <coughs> um, that ends up being quite, you know. Uh, big cases. The big one, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. big ones, yeah. yeah. There's even harassment based on uh, professionalism. How is your manager treating you? Are they professional with you? Yeah. Are they, um, I'll give you an example. I worked for a company once where these three employees worked together with their manager very closely and he yeah. shared a lot of things with them, a lot of things. Personal things. Personal things yeah. with them and they used to laugh about it and, and you know, they were friends. Yeah. But two years later, these two girls decided, you know what, I don't like the way he shares his personal life with me. Mm. I'm now starting to get uncomfortable. Yeah. So they locked a case that this is that that was uh, that he was being unprofessional and um, and not uh, um, conducting himself as a leader. Yet they accommodated it for this long for two years. So what changed in yeah. their relationship? Yeah. And was there really a harassment issue? Uh, or is it a behavior issue? Mm. And this, these two said they were uncomfortable working in that environment. But they've been working like that for two, for years. two years. And this yeah. guy was just being himself open and talking about yeah. his, even his sexuality with them. They talked yeah. about it for a long time. But um, at the end of the day, it was, he was found to be unprofessional in how yeah. he conducted himself uh, with his subordinates. Yes. So he was demoted. Oh. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, this... They do cause um, problems, and it's just banter, you know. You're just talking with somebody, as you've said, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. people have been indulging you for two years, and then all of a sudden, as you have said, that should have been a problem. They should have sorted between the three of them, yeah. Right. Instead of escalating it first, yeah. The two ladies should have just been like, "Stop, I'm not comfortable." So they say they did. Yeah. They had and said it, continued. and he continued yeah. because he didn't see the problem. Yeah, he was like, "But we've been oh, doing this one along. What? Right. Why? What is it yeah. now? Yeah. You know." Why is there an issue now? But apparently, these ladies were now not getting comfortable with him. Yeah. 
it, and anyway, also this is a white and black issue. It's yes. a race oh. issue. So. <laughs> There's that element. There's that element yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just it's a very fine line. It's a very interesting, nonseeable line. Yeah. <laughs> when mm. when you when when have you crossed when have you crossed that line? Yeah. Uh, Perhaps now that calls us to be more aware of our environment. I mean, yeah. If you want, you know, we can go the whole day in the office eight to five, and you're just talking about contracts work, and work, you know work. sometimes you you yeah. need a breather and in that breather you discuss some personal things yes. you know so maybe that calls now for you as you know the employees to be a bit more conscious of your environment maybe yeah. you do it in your lunch break yeah. when you're away from others or or something something of that sort uh, interesting do you think sexual harassment only can work occur during working hours if I am um, Monday to Friday, I see Hazel, I see Charity. Friday, I tell you girls, let's go out for a drink. Mm-hmm. Ladies, let's go out for a drink. And then now I just become a different person on after Saturday you've night. Had, uh, after you've had sours. Yeah, mm. two whiskey sours. Yeah, two whiskey sours. You know, then I become uh, a, a bit aggressive, a bit um, touchy-feely. So is would that still be considered work harassment? Workplace harassment. I, I, do I want to say workplace harassment is based on where you sit or, or the building or the the structure? No, yeah. what, no, no. I would, I wouldn't want to say that. I However, I also think what what is the context of your talking to this person that way that you hadn't been talking to them in the previously. office previously? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Dutch courage, you know. I've had two whiskey sours. As Hazel knows my drinking choice. Actually, it's Amaretto sours. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, she knows my drink of choice. And then I have one too many. And uh, we throw in a couple of tequila shots. And then uh, Dutch courage, you know. A lot of people drink booze to have courage to yeah. approach somebody that they're interested in, that they like. You yeah. Know? So now is that... I, I don't know. I think it's, it's how you handle it. I think yeah. if that happened to an employee or myself, let me say, for example, yeah. Andrew, we are out with you somewhere and you got a little bit touchy-touchy, mm. I would tell you stop. Yes. Yeah, and I don't think this is appropriate behavior. Yeah. We are colleagues, let's respect each other. But if I'm also now, you know, at this, we are at the same level, we are falling all over each other yes. in front of management, mm. you know, yeah. we are drinking too much, we are throwing up, we are touching each other. Yeah. I cannot come on Monday and tell... Mr. Um, oh, the chairman. Yes. Oh, guess what? Andrew was uh, was Sexually harassing, harassing me. me. Yeah. 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 Because even me, as my conscience cannot let me do that because I was also in it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think um, this is where levels of maturity come in. Mm-hmm. This is where sexual harassment trainings come in and mm-hmm. what you should and what you should not do. Mm-hmm. This is where company policies come in. How much alcohol can you give employees when you're out there? Yes. Give them, let them know if anything happens here, you're on your own. The company cannot really protect you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, our policy protects you when you're in this environment. Yes. When you're out there, please make sure you're watching over yourself. Yeah. But this is where you look at company policies. How much alcohol can you uh, can you provide during a company function? Yeah. 
and then have those one or two key people who are looking out for what's happening. Yes. Yeah. Because again, not only are you going to have a lawsuit about harassment, but if somebody had an accident, that's another lawsuit. Exactly. It was a company function. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So those are some of the things you just need to be careful on when you're giving alcohol to employees out of the work yeah. areas. How can companies and or employees, employers, sorry, ensure the safety of their employees when it comes to harassment? By training them. Just yeah. let them know what is harassment yeah. and mm-hmm. how to identify when you're being harassed. Because some people don't know. You can imagine these new people coming straight from university. Yes. They've started working. Um, this young girl is being told by her, her boss, oh, stay after work. Let's have mm. a cup of coffee. You just yeah. need to let them know what is harassment. How do I identify harassment? Yeah. yeah. Make sure all new hires go through um, some, some, sort of, some sort of harassment training, especially yeah. our young generation who yeah. not been encountered. They've never encountered working for a person, a senior person. Um, and let them know their hard work is what gets them on top. Not pays. Pays, yeah. Pays, yeah. 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 It's their hard yeah. work that gets them on top. Yeah. yeah. We were having this discussion with um, my colleagues just before we did this recording. It's always different because of the gender. If I'm being harassed by uh, my senior and I tell my boys about it, it's a score. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but if it's Hazel being harassed by her boss, then that line now comes in how is it that also men can actually see that they've been harassed and not take it as an advantage? Because a lot of men, I mean, a lot of men, if I'm being harassed by the fairer gender, um, a pretty girl comes and says, hey, Andrew, how you doing? And then we, we, certain things lead to another. A lot of people will not, even though I'm uncomfortable with it, mm-hmm. you know, and and if I'm speaking to, Sometimes even the HR, even the HR is like, ah, come on, Andrew, why are you, why are you being such a baby? Come on, I mean, be a man, be a man, go for it, go for it, you know, score. But in the reverse, if it was me harassing an intern here at the office, she can feel very, very uncomfortable about it. How, how can you d- differentiate between those two different, completely different aspects of office harassment? I don't think they're different aspects because I think... At the workplace, the bottom line is professionalism and mm. and good conduct. Yeah, you know. So, no matter how you see it as a guy, as yeah. a score, yes, you have to maintain professionalism at the workplace. You have to be a person of good conduct. Yes, and that is not good conduct. So, you may, if it's not good conduct, you may not decide to look at it from a harassment point of view. But in the very least, if you're a professional. You're going to look at it as a, as as conduct. How yes. how am I conducting myself in the workplace? And you know that's that's not good conduct. That's not professional. Yeah. So you you know like Charity said, you need to nip it in the bud. Yeah. You know, as we say, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Right. Yeah. yeah. If it's good for the male, it should be good for the female as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Charity. What I think is that our culture doesn't even allow you men to go and report a woman. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. You know, exactly. Just, yeah. just there's no space for that. Even if we talk about not outside of the workplace, at home. Yeah. If a man is being Beaten. abused by his mm-hmm, wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I just think at the end of the day, anything that makes you uncomfortable is not worth experiencing. Yes. Just uh, go to the right people who yeah. can help you through it. And always have the first conversation with the individual. Yeah. And let them know that you're making me uncomfortable. This is not professional. I don't want to take this to the next level where I have to report it or launch, uh, or launch um, an investigation. Yeah. I would rather you stop doing this and um, document. I always tell people, document how you're feeling, mm. but let somebody else know how you're feeling. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it will always be your, worst, your word against theirs. Yeah. So if you're feeling uncomfortable about something and this person happens to be your direct manager, go to the other manager and says, I don't like the way Sheila spoke to me today. Yeah. She's undermining me. She's making me uncomfortable. I am unable to do my work. Mm. And then, you know, that's complaint number one. At least somebody knows, somebody's yes. aware. Yes. Mm. So when the day you actually put something across HR, some people will be there. And you there's know. already a record. Yes, there's of it. already yeah. a record. So of it's not it. a surprise. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mean? yeah. yeah. And you guys have yeah. been working together. You've been working late all these years. Yeah. So, yeah. Even when you're doing investigations, that's why I always tell people when you're doing investigation, ask the person whether they want somebody else in the room mm. that they have maybe told about this who can, um, who can talk on their behalf, verify. or who can verify some of these things that you're saying yeah. went through. You had because you always have a friend, someone you can talk you to in the yes. office. So always yeah. tell someone else. So that you're not, um, it's not your word against theirs. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, I, I think, I think this is also why um, open office plans came about. I think when, you know, they had those walls and, and shutters, yeah. a lot could happen behind mm. the glass that we don't know. Mm. And so now I think a lot of companies have decided to do the open plan yeah. offices, you know, so glass if it's even though you're in your own office, there's loads of glass you can open, you can see whatever is happening. Yeah. But um, it harassment is also not just physical. Yeah, it's, it's also verbal. Yeah. It's also it's verbal. Yes. Yeah. And it always yes. starts as verbal first yeah. anyway. Yeah. It always starts with even a slight visual. comment or visual. visual. Yeah. 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 The way a certain person looks at you, the way a certain what a certain person says yeah. the to way, you. The time a person comes to work and what you say. Mm. I worked in a place at an, another open office. Actually, HR was a little bit, you know, away from everybody else. Mm -hmm. But I could always hear when this guy walks in, this girl was saying, oh, the lucky people who show up at nine. Mm. And then she says it again the next day. Mm -hmm. And the third day. And then yeah. I actually went and told her, you cannot be saying this to this young boy. You yeah. don't know why he comes to work at nine. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And yes. also, you don't know what these working hours are. Maybe they're not the same as yours. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But this is a form of harassment. If that boy came, came in here to complain to us, then guess what? I would say you are harassing him. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't even, you're just making comments and, and you don't know how they're affecting him. Yeah. And the poor boy would just be so sad because he's new in the organization, but he was coming from very far. Yeah. It took him almost two hours to travel to work every day. Yeah. And here is someone telling me that people who are advantaged to come in at nine. Mm. You don't know why oh, he's wow. coming in at nine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 And just based on charity's observation, I'm thinking, you know, when they say, you know, the, um, the contents of your policy about harassment in the, in the workplace, in the office, yeah. it needs to be super explicit. You know, even examples, because charity's example is just, Baffling, baffling me, you know. Mm -hmm. So you have to have those explicit examples. This is what you know. This is what it contains. You have examples, whistling gestures, you yeah. know, yeah. snarky comments when someone, you know, all those things. So yeah. that at least even you as an employee, you you are aware, 
and also you have to you know you keep updating because some things i don't know if some things are relevant at a point in time and then they slowly become Not you know, irrelevant. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you you have to have those examples very clear that this is what it constitutes because I'm not defending your your lady but I don't know maybe if she didn't know or she just been you know like oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a lot of as you have said that's a lot of times that's what happens. Yeah. 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 You never yeah. know. You never know the situation. Sometimes you don't know that you've been you know you're doing something that's that's not right. Yeah. You're being sarcastic. So, yeah. Like the saying uh, goes that um it's not what you say, it's how right. you say it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And how yeah. it's received. And how it's received. It could a be maybe for he had she thought it was a compliment or she was saying something good. Yes. Yeah. But it was not received that way. Yeah. You know, this boy almost started walking through another door so that she doesn't meet with this person to know what time that he yeah. came in. in. Yeah. You know. Wow. We have said it's it's uncomfortable when you're when when somebody says something or or touches you inappropriately. I I want us to define that that line that line. So I say something snarky to Hazel. Mm-hmm. Hazel resorts back with something snarky as well. Could we both go lodge complaints? I think it also depends on the relationship you have. Mm. If you don't have a relationship of being friends yes. or having. Um, th- those kind of conversations which are a bit personal or are a bit over friendly yeah out of nowhere you put that uh, comment to me and it if it does if it makes me uncomfortable yes it's definitely not something I want to hear yes anything that makes me uncomfortable is not something that I want I will take positively what happens now if you in retaliation, at that moment make a comment towards me that i find uncomfortable because of because i'm angry or something yes yes of course it's because you because yeah, you're angry yeah. i mean we all make mm-hmm. um comments when we're when we're upset then it becomes an harassment case where somebody reports it yeah <laughs> i guess at the end of the day one of you must feel uncomfortable enough to go and report it now yeah yeah, yeah. But if you're just joking around again be professional. Yeah. Let's go back to our policies. What do the policies says about how we talk to each other as employees, how we treat each other in the office as yeah. employees? Yeah. Let's the go back to language. our code of conduct as well. Yeah. Are there any um specific industries that you guys think harassment is rampant? I mean we're in the me too movement now, so of course the film industry. Yeah. But yeah. here in Kenya, do you feel there's some industries where any form of harassment sexual or non-sexual harassment is rampant for starters i think you know low low wage service industry mm. yeah yeah mm. where you especially you have domestic workers yeah especially women sometimes men especially women but Gosh. generally in in that industry you know like low wage service industry i think sexual harassment is these are case a lot that happened in Mombasa guys i don't know if you've heard of this case um they even like redacted the house girl's name so it's n n m l versus peter patrosh which is a, a case in mombasa um an employer of a house girl these are the allegations that the um, the house girl said he told he used to touch her breasts asking her if she became pregnant he commanded her to bathe before coming into the house he took pictures of the claimant as she bathed he demanded that the claimant has sexual intercourse with him 
in another occasion he called her into her bedroom while making love to his wife he demanded that she watches him make love to his wife so that when the wife has gone she should know how to make love to him i have a headache <laughs> yeah just that, thinking about that madness that is crazy what, what kind of a wife street? is this first of all let's start there that is making somebody in you maybe they do those things but maybe yeah yeah maybe but uh poor girl yeah poor well girl. she got 1.2 million so at least you know the courts are are there for discrimination and sexual harassment in the workplace but i mean does it have to get to us that that bad because of course it, it must not have started like that no no and that's he, why why did she leave why did she report him yeah, earlier on yeah you know those are the but questions you, know, you yeah. ask but, yeah. but um, like hazel says it's low, low income. income low income she's looking yes. at her salary to support her family yeah. she's thinking if i lose this job maybe i can hang in let me hang in there maybe right? it's not going to get so bad yeah. yeah then it gets bad because that ends up being all, not only sexual harassment but abuse yes yeah. Yeah. That man most likely he she, she's just not saying used to beat her. Yeah. Yeah. You maybe. know? Yeah. Is he in jail? Or so? I well this is just the employment is he deported? This is the employment um court. I don't know if there's a criminal matter. That's but we should find out but it's madness isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, this is when yeah. we send those nyeri women to men like those. <laughs> 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 they know exactly how to deal with guys like those. And um so she got 1.2 million shillings. Good for her. Good um, for her. As damages. Is that enough really? I I don't it's even know. It's not enough but it's not enough. I mean It's yeah. not enough. Right. Nothing is enough. Exactly. Nothing is enough when your dignity and your self-worth has been, has been yes. put yeah. on put on the ground yeah. basically. It's yeah. been taken away from you. Madness. Anyway, and in another case, um a finance director was sacked even though an audit report said that he was not responsible some for some fraudulent dealings. So when he sued, this is a very interesting case. So he sued for unfair termination, one and two for discrimination in the workplace because his counterparts who happened to be white were earning nearly three times what he was earning. So I don't know if you know this is the Alpajeta case uh finance director it went all the way to the court of, the, of appeal the court of appeal awarded him 7.5 million in damages for discrimination mm-hmm. and 1.7 damages for unfair termination um what 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 do you think companies should do should we have an open um of course companies will always say that white people or people who've lived abroad not necessarily white people people who've lived and have experience abroad have more experience and maybe better educational backgrounds than we do here in Kenya but what are, what are your thoughts this guy worked this company for 25 years so what, what and the 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 manager that he's talking about is not even a finance guy it was a livestock livestock carer or something but he has to be he's still a manager but he's a livestock so it's not the expertise that the finance guy has but he has been paid nearly three times what he was getting do you, how, what do you think companies should do to get away get rid of this do we call them barriers i don't know if you should call them barriers mm. um because white people are coming into the country and they're getting jobs that we as africans as kenyans can get and they're earning way way much more If I went to that organization I would get a quarter of what 
that somebody from the West yeah. gets. So yeah. what, help, what, what helps in those kind of situations is HR policies. What yeah. do we have our, as our policies? And do we pay for the, um, the skills? Are we, do we have a proper salary bands? Yes. Salary, salary grades, bands, maybe that's what I meant, yes. Salary grades, salary bands, job scope. Um, it doesn't matter the color, the race, or the gender. Of yes. the person, it's their skills that matter. If you're coming in as an associate um, uh, legal profession, there is a salary band for that um, for that um, job category, yes. based on the years of experience, based on the education background, uh, based on age. You know, so those can actually age is discrimination. So yes. no, remove <laughs> the age, <laughs> yeah. because I could still be an associate at fifty because exactly. I've just gone to law school. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so those are the things. If you just have your HR policies in place, your compensation structure framework must be in place so that we don't have that disparity. However, based on years of experience, some people might earn more than yes. other people, but it cannot be so huge, huge yes. that to the extent one person feels discriminated. Yeah, yeah. yeah it cannot be that. You have to have, you know, like there's a 10% on this one that's more because of maybe they came in two years before you mm. or another 10% that's less because this person has just joined. Yes. So yeah. the, 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 the variance is not that, that high. Yeah. 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 So just have your structures in place. Your HR policies are very important. Should those Especially the recruitment policies. If we talk about salary band and salary um, grade, should that be informed to all the employees so depending on the systems the hr systems that you have in place yeah i worked for a company where that was it was public it knowledge was out there for it was everybody. out there yes. so if you know you're a um for example uh your ba- you're a tier one yeah band two yes in kenya and your account, your role is a senior account manager. Yeah. Anybody can have an idea of what your salary is. Yes. It may not be that because you could have negotiated, but you have a mean, a mid, yes. and a max. Yeah. So for that level, these are the three salary uh, points. Yeah. And you could fall in the mid, you could fall in the mid, or you could fall in the max. Yeah. Depending on how you negotiated when you came in, depending on your years of experience, but you're in this framework. Yeah. Yeah. So that helps a lot. And it's okay to be um, to make it uh, transparent so that we don't have those issues of people feeling that I'm underpaid or you're overpaid. Let it be out there. This yeah. is our compensation framework. We have put it here for everybody to see. To see. Yeah. Fantastic. Some companies, huge companies, which with yeah. with good uh, HR systems, do that. Smaller companies, maybe not so. Mm. Maybe mm-hmm. not so because you're so few. You'll definitely know everybody else's salary. Yeah. yeah. But I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, um, both of you, any final words? Let's go um, <laughs> alphabetically. Charity. <laughs> this has been so much fun, Andrew. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Thank you for joining us. Thank you and, for taking um, your time. I would like to do this again. Yes. Yeah. Book me for the next one. <laughs> Hazel. Fun as as always, <laughs> but um, topic related. Um, I guess the pattern shot, especially for you know employers and. HR professionals out there, yeah. walk the walk, mm. yeah. Like, like as we said at the beginning, a lot of harassment happens top down. Yes. So, if you have your policies in place, they are very clear. They're communicated. 
as top management as management walk the walk yeah yeah, yeah. just walk the walk yeah to avoid any you know litigation is is rampant you know all these complaints they they also do something to your brand as well exactly. which you know you've been building for your brand 10, is like Andrew Jenga yeah it's yeah. all across charity yeah. jones yeah yeah so walk yeah. the walk walk yeah. the walk well and give em- employees opportunities to speak up yeah, yeah. you know have an open policy where people are feel free to talk to hr managers to their seniors yeah just um create that culture in yeah. the organizations yes yeah because then it's culture that builds people yeah. and the less you'll have less cases if if you have an inclusive culture yeah 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 well there you go guys you've had it here you know have a proper hr policy that discusses and mentions harassment, discrimination, salary bans and wages. Um thank you so much to Charity and Hazel for joining us today. Um you can reach us on the following platforms for any of the questions that you may have on this podcast. Our website is gvalawfirm.com. That's gvalawfirm.com. Our email is info at gvalawfirm.com. Again, info at gvalawfirm.com. Our offices are situated on 56 Mudhiri Road, Westlands. If you want to come and see us, um, talk about anything that we've discussed throughout the last few episodes. Again, 56 Mudhiri Road, Westlands. Our Facebook, our Facebook handle is at Advocates. That's at Gikera Badgama Advocates. You can hit us up also on Twitter. Um, our Twitter handle is at Gikera Badgama. The Twitter handle for the office is at Gikera Badgama. You can also hit me up personally as your host on at Andrew Njenga 13. That's at Andrew Njenga 13. Again, a massive, massive thank you to my panelists today, Hazel Okoth, Charity Jones, Asanteni Sana, and Kwahereni. Everybody, we will wait and catch you next time. Bye bye bye. Thanks Andrew. Thanks. Bye. bye. Let's get free.